Welcome to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast, where you will learn how to identify, evaluate, negotiate, perform due diligence on, finance, turn around and operate mobile home parks. And now, here is your host, the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the United States, Frank Rolfe. Everybody knows my old Waffle House quote, the quote I gave the reporter from Bloomberg years ago trying to explain why mobile home parks have such a low default rate on their loans while restaurants have such a high default rate. The reporter seemed to understood my allegory that it was like a Waffle House where the customers are chained to the booths, made complete sense to them, but somehow I got lost in the translation many years later and people think it's some kind of public statement that people who live in mobile home parks are in fact trapped there. It's a very false narrative, but I've always wondered if part of the problem with my Waffle House quote was I used the name Waffle House. Because as we all know, Waffle House is not exactly the most delectable place to have a dinner. I don't know anyone who, when giving their list of favorite haunts to go have a dinner at, has ever made Waffle House anywhere near the top of that list. So perhaps let's turn the quote around, and instead of making it a Waffle House, let's just make it like home cooking. Something we all know do much more frequently than going out to eat, certainly than out to a Waffle House, and something that we don't find mentally abhorrent as far as the idea of eating at. I think the problem with the Waffle House quote was people would only eat at a Waffle House on a continual basis if they were, in fact, chained to the booth. So let's flip that around now and look at what the real reason that mobile home parks have a low default rate, that the customers are extremely stable and why it's not because they are in some way trapped there. So the first reason that most people are going to love home cooking and come back and do it frequently is, of course, it's very, very inexpensive, definitely less expensive than eating out at a restaurant. So the bottom line is they simply can't beat the price that they can obtain in the mobile home park. Time after time, even when you read articles negative on the mobile home park industry, condemning mobile home park landlords as evil, the person they interview in the article admits that the restaurant, I'm sorry, the restaurant, the apartment down the street is $1,000 a month more than what they're paying. So let's all agree the main reason people live and stay so stable, an average of a 14-year tenancy, is simply because they can't beat the deal. If they could get a better deal like any American consumer, they'd jump all over it. If you're looking at buying a new car and the new car is $30,000 at this dealership, and $50,000 at the other, well, you're going to shop at the $30,000 dealership. People basically like getting what they perceive to be a good deal. So just from a pricing perspective only, people in mobile home parks are very stable because they just can't find anything that's anywhere near as low a cost. Also, just like when you eat at home, you like the environment around you. So most people like to be at home. They like talking to their friends and family. The same is true in a mobile home park because mobile home parks have this sense of community, the sense of spirit, the support network. So just like your family, people who live in mobile home parks, they have that extra edge they feel in their life because of their surroundings and the people that are there. So it's that sense of community that frequently binds them to living in the mobile home park. It's not chains. It's not shackles. It's the fact that they have friends everywhere and they don't want to leave their friends. My partner Dave lived in a mobile home park in Hondo, Texas while he was bringing it back to life. Brandon grew up there for a brief while, and Dave was blown away at the extensive support network that mobile home park had back in Hondo. 
They had Meals on Wheels before Meals on Wheels existed. If you needed food, if you had a problem, all of the neighbors would chip in and they would provide you food for as long as you needed it. Couldn't get to work? Well, they had ride sharing long before anyone had coined the phrase ride sharing. Your car broke down. Let's face it, a lot of people in mobile home parks frequently have car problems. They don't have the price, money to pay the car dealership, the fancy dealership to fix it. So you needed a ride to work? Well, they'd get you to work. Needed someone to pick up your kid after school? Well, they'd do that too. And that sense of community is a big thing. Time Magazine wrote an article called The Home of the Future, and it extolled the virtues of what they felt to be the gated communities for the less affluent. Now, I don't agree with that statement. Many, many people in mobile home parks are not the less affluent, not by the definition of that, but they are like gated communities because a gated community, when you really ponder what that would be, that would give you a really strong neighborly bond with a lot of people who view that as their own little enclave, their own little city within a city. And mobile home parks definitely offer that. Also, don't forget the fact that people love detached housing. We've all gone through over two years of COVID now. And after two years of COVID, most everyone now relishes the whole idea of detached housing. So another reason people like mobile home parks and are not going to leave, not because they're tied to the booth, but simply because they really, really enjoy the concept of detached living with the yard. When you live in an apartment, what do you have? You have neighbors knocking on your walls and ceilings. You can't park by your front door. You don't have a yard. You have no outdoor space. You have people everywhere. The density is 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 mind-numbing. Most people just don't like it. They didn't even like it before COVID, but they tolerated it. Now they no longer really want to tolerate it. They want to have space. They want privacy. They want to have a yard. And mobile home parks deliver that. And let's be honest, the other forms of housing that people who live in mobile home parks can typically afford are all attached, not detached. So that's yet another reason why, just like you enjoy home cooking, people like mobile home parks because they really, really just like the general spirit of the fact that they have space to themselves. They're all jammed in there with all the other diners in the in the restaurant. Another reason is the great location. Mobile home parks pretty much uniformly have really, really good locations. At least all the ones we own do. Most mobile home parks do. Now, there's a lot of mobile home parks out there, and they may occasionally have the one that's down by the river under the bridge, but that's not the norm. That's, that's, that's just the fringe. That's a very, very small percent of all the mobile home parks in America, but that's, that's what gets the most publicity from the media. But that's not really the truth. Mobile home parks in general, though, have a great location, kind of like when you dine at home. What a better location. How more convenient can you be? Your commute time from your living room to your dinner is approximately 10 seconds. So mobile home parks typically have nice, attractive locations that people really, really like, and they don't want to give that up. They can't get a detached home for anywhere near the price of that mobile home park in that location. Yes, maybe they could get a a stick-built home at a similar price point an hour out of town in the middle of nowhere where there's no schools, no services, no hospital, nothing. I mean, perhaps that is on the table. But to even touch with their price that they're paying with a stick-built home is impossible in that location. In fact, it's the overall strength of the location of mobile home parks in general that really make them such a desirable asset class. They got these locations because most parks were built between the 50s to the 70s, over half a century ago. So those locations back then, they might have been a little outlying, but over the years, the cities have grown around them. We've, in fact, owned mobile home parks that were ground zero for the city. 
which have grown to large cities. We used to own a mobile home park down in Glen Heights, Texas. You can Wikipedia it up. That, that mobile home park is in Wikipedia because it was ground central for Glen Heights. That's where Glen Heights began. And over time, civilization grew up all around it, and the city grew to thousands and thousands of people, but it all started right in that mobile home park. And it's the fact that parks are typically so old that they have such prominent locations, and they have locations that people simply cannot replicate. Also, kind of like when you dine at home, things are always getting better and always being updated around the home and maybe even dining, trying out new recipes, always saying, what's the better way to cook the shrimp? How can I make a better pasta sauce? Same with mobile home parks. As these things get brought back to life, owners are constantly trying to figure out even better ways to make people feel like they get a good value. Most park owners have been doing all kinds of things, putting in all kinds of new amenities, putting in new, new street lights, ambient light, new entries, all kinds of things. All the things that people like to see where they live. They like that feel that things are always going up, never going down. They like gathering that greater pride of ownership because every time they pull in, well, it looked better than it did a week or a month or a year ago. The bottom line to it all is that people live in mobile home parks on such a long-term basis. Again, the industry believes it to be 14 years tenancy per customer. They do not do this because they are trapped. They don't do this because they're chained to the booth. They do this because they can't beat the deal. They can't beat the price. They can't beat the location. They can't beat the quality. They can't beat anything. And as a result, like any consumer, they stay right where they are because they like it there. There's no tricks. There's no gimmicks. Anyone in a mobile home park always has the freedom of selling their home. They could sublease their home. They could even move their home. There's many park owners nationwide who would happily pay the cost to move a mobile home from one mobile home park to theirs, but yet they don't. Even though they have these many options, all these many rights, they still elect to stay where they are and they stay there because they love it, not because there's trapped there. This is Frank Croft, the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this. Talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Mobile Home Park Mastery Podcast. Be sure to visit us at mhpmastery.com to subscribe to the show, read our show transcriptions, and access all of our great information on mobile home park investing. 